Brooklyn's Radio Surrey News Review for Friday the 3rd of April. I'm Graham Laycock taking a look at this week's local news stories in Surrey from the Surrey Advertiser and Surrey Live. More than 150 people have now died in Surrey's NHS Trust after testing positive for coronavirus. Further deaths were reported at all of the five NHS Trusts that covered the county on Thursday, April the 2nd, taking the total number of people who have died at hospitals in and around Surrey to 161. The figures from Wednesday had the number at 93 in Surrey, but now this has increased to 118 in Surrey. Across the UK, meanwhile, the number of coronavirus patients' deaths rose by 569 on Thursday. As it stands, Surrey and Hampshire are among the top three worst affected local authorities for confirmed cases of coronavirus. There are a total of 618 COVID-19 patients in Surrey, and that's according to Public Health England figures released on Thursday, up from 571. It follows a significant rise of 184 cases announced in the county on Tuesday, a jump that saw Surrey become the third worst affected county in England, only behind Hampshire and Birmingham. Its neighbouring county, meanwhile, has a further 699 confirmed cases as of Thursday, meaning there are more than 1,300 COVID-D patients across Surrey and Hampshire. Lacey's figures say that as of 5pm on Wednesday, 2,921 people had died across the country after testing positive to COVID-19, which follows a similar increase in deaths as the day before. In terms of confirmed cases, there are now 33,718 across the UK. And photographs have shown how busy the NHS staff coronavirus testing facility at Chessington World Adventure is. The government has faced increased scrutiny on Thursday about how many NHS staff have been, contest- been tested for COVID-19, with many saying that testing facilities have been underused. According to the PA News Agency, around 2,500 NHS staff have been tested so far for the virus at drive through facilities across the country. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has promised extra testing of frontline NHS staff, some of whom have been self-isolating due to potential symptoms and therefore unable to be part of the workforce. A temporary drive-through testing facility at the theme park was set up last Friday by the Resort and Department for Health and Social Care. It is only available to NHS workers who themselves can only head to the facility if they have received a referral. Nurses carry out swabs up to the nose and mouth, which are checked and assessed within 72 hours. People in Surrey contacted the NHS nearly 36,000 times in the last two weeks with potential COVID-19 symptoms. However, older people are more at risk from the virus, have been less likely to contact the NHS about the virus. Figures from NHS Digital show people in the area spoke to call handlers or filled in online symptom checkers 35,000 882 times between March the 18th and April the 1st. The figures don't show how many people in an area have the virus, only the number of times people who think they might have sought NHS advice. For example, individuals may have filled in the online symptom checker several times over several days. People appear to be following the advice to check symptoms online. 29,048 contacts were people completing the online assessment. As well as this, there are 500... Oh, sorry, 5,271 COVID-19 related calls to 111 
and 1,563 such calls to 999. The people number checking symptoms appears to be falling. Busiest day for calls and online assessments being carried out was the 19th of March when there were 4,211 contacts. Overall, the number of contacts about COVID-19 symptoms in Surrey is the equivalent to 32 for every 1,000 people in the area. The military is stepping in to help set up a temporary hospital for coronavirus patients in Surrey. With a peak in numbers expected during April, a senior team has been looking at potential solutions in Surrey to provide additional capacity which could relieve pressure on the bigger acute hospitals and community teams during the weeks and months ahead. A cross-partner team from across the NHS, Surrey County Council and the military is working hard to get the facility up and running quickly and its anticipated ward areas will be ready to receive patients later this month. Headley Court will now reopen and serve as a temporary community hospital. And the leader of Surrey County Council and chair of the Surrey Heartlands Partnership, Tim Oliver, said the collaboration demonstrated through this project and our wider response to the current situation has been remarkable. We'll get through this together, thanks to the hard work of our frontline workers and the great willingness on the part of all our staff who are doing the most remarkable job in the most challenging conditions. Senior Responsible Officer for Surrey Heartlands, Dr Claire Fuller, said, I would like to take this opportunity to thank all partners who are involved in getting the facility up and running as quickly as possible. This represents a fantastic example of the cross-collaboration between public and private sector partners across Surrey and the willingness of people to work together in the face of an unprecedented health emergency. Headley Court facility was previously provided rehabilitation care for military personnel before it closed in September 2017 and is already configured with ward space and other clinical areas making it ideal to be quickly converted for use as a community hospital. Karen Thorburn has been leading this part of the project on behalf of the local NHS added we'd like to say a particular thank you to Tully Williamson of Angel Property the current landowner of Headley Court for his willingness to work with us on this project without whom this would not have been possible. 25 charities and community groups across Surrey have been handed a total of £118,730 in emergency funding to help the county's most vulnerable residents during the coronavirus pandemic. The Community Foundation of Surrey, a thin charity specialising in community needs in Surrey, launched the Coronavirus Response Fund in an urgent appeal to meet the needs of charities and organisations across the county. This is the first of a series of grants with the charity aiming to announce additional awards weekly alongside progress updates of the fund. Nora Thurlow, CFS Chief Executive, said, Since establishing the fund a week ago, uh, we've raised more than £400,000 and it's been a pleasure connecting with our donors and network of supporters across Surrey as we grow this fund together. Our team has been focused on getting these crucial funds out into the community and we look forward to reaching more charities and community groups with more funding over the coming weeks and we'll be keeping residents of Surrey up to date on the good news to follow. The fund, which will continue to grow as more donations are collected and is backed by Surrey Live and its associated newspapers, will ensure quick and responsive grant-making for the community and voluntary groups assisting the relief effort. The aim is to safeguard the organisations who are in crisis and need emergency funding so they can, can deliver continue to deliver vital services. And with the lockdown conditions imposed to prevent the spread of coronavirus, everyday activities such as shopping, meeting up with friends or family are going to be different from usual for some time. 
and the public is now only allowed to leave the house to shop for basic necessities, to undertake one form of exercise a day for medical needs and to travel to work where absolutely necessary. However, it seems some people in Surrey are not obeying these rules and Surrey Police hasn't been shy announcing when its officers have caught residents fishing, having barbecues and even house parties. During patrols on Tuesday, one Surrey police officer assisted the reports of illegal fishing near New Lark, sorry, Newark Lane in Ripley. Fishing was illegal in terms of being out of season and breaching the government restrictions, police said. And officers were disappointed to see residents having another barbecue in Frimley Park Lodge on Tuesday. Surrey police attended, put out the barbecue and dealt with the people accordingly. The force is urging residents to stay at home to save lives and the NHS. Uh, and police were shocked to find about 40 cars parked at French and Small Pond in Farnham on Friday. Officers said it was not essential travel and a number of fixed penalty notices were handed out. A Waverley's police force said they had a good morning on Thursday until they discovered barriers had been moved to use one of the closed car parks in Milford. Sorry, police responded to reports of a house party in Stanwell on the evening of March the 28th and the force said it's not acceptable to invite your friends over to celebrate a birthday. All guests have been sent on their way and thank you to all those continuing to be responsible and enjoy their Saturday night in. Surrey Police asked residents and parents for their assistance after discovering lots of youth gathering in West Byfleet and Walton Court last week. The force said their actions are antisocial and non-compliant with the government direction, posing a risk to the local community. And residents, if you see any of these gatherings, please let the police know by ringing 101. And parents, please take responsibility and keep your child at home. Police explained they have new powers under the legislation, the Health Protection Coronavirus Restrictions England, Regulations 2020, to move groups of three or more on and direct them to return to their homes. If this is not complied with, fines will be issued and in extreme measures, police can arrest individuals. And sorry, businesses are changing the way they operate as the battle against coronavirus continues. Designing and manufacturing ventilators for NHS building protective sneeze screens for grocery stores and pharmacies and working round the clock to deliver life-saving equipment for diabetics. It is a wartime effort for some Surrey companies in an effort to save thousands of lives. Carousel Lights, a small family-owned business based in Longcross, ordinarily uses acrylic screens to protect its lights from a variety of bars and nightclubs. Now, however, the company is using its skills to create protective screens for pharmacies, GP surgeries, care homes and shops across the country at cost. Ben Reynolds, managing director, said his business was at capacity before having to stop all work due to the lockdown, but the company has found another use for its skills. He said, our day job has gone on hold and we use a lot of acrylic to protect our lights. And if we're doing it for a bar in London, for example, then we can cover the lights with panels to protect them. Uh, when the lockdown happened, we thought, what can we do to help? We thought our skills and capabilities could help, so let's start using it to protect people rather than lights. And uh, on the 31st of March, they had screens going out to three pharmacies, a GP surgery and a grocery store. And the grocery store is a vital retailer, so we had to cut a hole in the screen for contactless payments to be made. Uh, we're making the screens as and when to every order, we have three sizes, small, medium and large, and we are selling for a non-profit. Each is custom made and we add features at no added cost, uh, and uh, so that's another help. Multiple 
sectors of McLaren, whose technology centre is based in Woking, have been working together to design and manufacture NHS ventilators. A design engineers and electronics experts at McLaren are working to design end-of-line test equipment, manufacturing ventilator components, expanding the production of existing devices and designing bespoke trolleys to carry each of the ventilators. A spokesman for the car manufacturing giant said as part of the consortium, McLaren is harnessing and contributing its considerable design, engineering and electronic expertise from its supercar, racing car technology business to help produce ventilators to support the NHS and the nation's fight against coronavirus. And Glasco RX is the largest provider of NHS a variety of prescription products for diabetics. And while not working to provide coronavirus equipment directly, the closure of GP surgeries has caused demand for the normally based company's equipment to skyrocket. They've been working around the clock to ensure demand for its life-saving equipment is met. Chris Chapman, chief executive of Glasco RX, said all our products are prescription products for diabetics. Diabetics are at a high-risk group, meaning they are most at risk of catching it, so GPs have gone to triage, and what we're finding is they are giving prescription for these three to four months to ensure there's not only continuity supply, but some of the products are are life-saving. The insulin pen needles, for example, you need them to inject you into yourself. Without that, you can't take your insulin. We're seeing a demand grow by 100 or 200% in certain lines, and 300% for insulin pen needles for testing strips, glucose gels, and we've got a lot of ketone strips going out because patients are testing themselves for ketones uh, to make sure they're not going into a diabetic uh, situation. And just over the Surrey border in Aldershot, FT Gearing, whose employees normally spend the week creating engine parts for Airbus, including Dreamliner. Instead, they've been asked to make 32,000 part for NHS ventilators in just six days and they're up for the challenge. Their chief executive officer Graham Fitzgerald said we'll be doing it uh, making parts since Sunday. Uh, we make all the major engine parts for Airbus planes and with the airline business going down we're waiting to fall off a cliff. But one of our clients is Rolls-Royce and they contacted us saying they needed parts for a ventilator. Since then we've made 32,000 parts that we've made in six days and we've got people working 24-7 trying to get those 32,000 parts ready by next week and into Rolls-Royce who are assembling them as part of 8,000 ventilators that Boris Johnson has asked for. Uh, These businesses add to Animal Plant Health Agency housed in a huge heavily guarded development in Newhall, Addleston. The lab emerged as a key player in our understanding of coronavirus after being awarded $1.4 billion in the budget to help its research. Announced as part of the budget on March 11th, Chancellor Rishki Sunak said, I'm investing $1.4 billion into our world-leading science institute in Weybridge, where we, as we speak, are working to analyse samples of coronavirus. The site is an internationally recognised veterinary research and laboratory testing facility and it has a remit to protect the UK from a wide range of diseases which can affect both livestock and in some cases human life. And a school teacher has designed and produced face shields using leftover stock from classes donated to Surrey NHS staff working on the coronavirus front lane. Uh, Chris McGee is Head of Design and Technology at Guildford High School in London Road and has been using his Easter holidays to manufacture protection from COVID-19 for doctors and nurses. 
Ideas idea was to manufacture face shields to be used on top of fabric face masks for added protection and the school already donated its science goggles, gloves and remaining hand sanitizers to the Royal Surrey County Hospital and other local NHS providers. The face shields essentially are homemade, but he says he knows people working in triage only have a fabric mask on and they don't even have face shields, so a lot if it is having that extra barrier. So if someone did have coronavirus and coughed, it would protect their face. Uh, Mr McGee is aware the number of NHS staff in need of protective gear, but said even a small amount can make a critical difference. Uh, he'd made a first batch on Tuesday and on Wednesday and his homemade 27 face shields were delivered to Surrey hospitals. 20 went to Epsom Hospital, another 7 went to the Royal Surrey County Hospital. So far he's been using materials left over from design technology classes and said he could face a problem when these run out. The visors used 0.5mm thick PVC roll which is now run low on and suppliers are also low on stocks he said. To solve this he's begun to share his method with friends to encourage others who are able to produce their own. And finally a five-year-old boy set up his own news channel at home to educate others about the virus that is going around the world. Elliot Duffel from Blackwater created the Elliot Duffel News Channel to talk about coronavirus because he said some people are not watching the news and they need to watch it. He makes his daily news bulletins filmed by his bum Beth uh, which are posted on Facebook and he's recently started including his own adverts to make it fun for his viewers. He said, I started my channel because everyone else has not been watching the news on TV and they need to watch it, that's why. Mum filmed me right at the start. The coronavirus started in China, then the people started to get it in China and spread it around the world. Uh, there we go. And uh, the Frogmore Imprint School pupil aims to broadcast one news bulletin every night, but recently booked off a day in lieu to have a break. He said he wants to bring his channel to Amazon, YouTube and Netflix at some point in the future. And that's a look at this week's coronavirus news in Surrey. This has been Brooklyn's Radio Surrey News Review with Graham Laycock. And you can hear the Surrey News Review every Friday at 1pm and 7pm on Brooklyn's Radio. And you can keep up to date with the Surrey Advertiser and online at Surrey Live. Radio